Hello and welcome back to Trading Business School, the podcast where we will help you and we'll talk about all sorts of uh, actions, tips and tricks to help you run your trade or contracting business more enjoyably and profitably. I am joined by the uh, marvellous Barry Magliadidi. How are you today? Marvellous. Thanks. I know. It's a new one. I haven't called you marvellous before. No. (laughs) Right. We're here to talk today about what's the difference between a goal and to-do list. Um, Really, um, it sounds pretty basic conversation, still very, very important. Why is it even important to have this conversation, Barry? I, I remember back in my early days of business, Brandon, and I just had like pages and pages and pages of goals, right? Not only that, I was just felt like I was fighting fires all day, every day. And I guess we see a lot of clients come into Trading Business School that either don't have well-defined goals, uh, they have goals but aren't achieving them time and time again, uh, or, you know, they have goals but the goalpost keeps shifting. And I guess my take on, on goal setting has changed a lot over the last 18, 19 years of being in business to the point now that if I look over the last few years, you know, goals that I set, I achieved 90, 95% of them, you know, and to me that shows that there is a strategy or there is something behind that consistency of results. And so I guess, you know, what we want to try to break down today is, well, what is it if it's been a goal to do and how can we make it as simple as possible? It's such an important conversation. I see so many trades um, business owners that are just busy, stuck on their hamster wheel, working such long hours every single day. Um, they just, you know, they're missing family time. They're missing time with the people that matter to them. They want to go and do things, and they're just busy, busy, busy. Yet there's a total lack of direction. Often, um, distraction often by shiny objects. I'm wondering if any of that is you out there, sort of getting a bit of a smirk on your face as you listen, go, "Oh, that's me. I like shiny things." Uh, so it is the shiny things. It's uh, and and it is that hamster wheel. So. You know, really, to put it simply, I like to look at it as a goal is a particular outcome or result that you want to achieve. So it's clearly defined. Um, you can tick it off. I always like to say goals have tickability. That's a technical world word. You, you all heard it here first, tickability. Both to-dos, though. To-dos have tickability too, right? They do. They do. So both of them do. You can tick them both off. We can say tickability for both. But the goals are sort of – they're all outcomes – in a way, but I suppose goals are that bigger thing that we want. They're, they're in the future. Thus, they're out there. So it might be 90 days. It might be 12 months out. There's a time frame to them um, that is a little bit further out. Um, there, There's a creating a change in our business about them. And there's often a list of subtasks or smaller chunks of things that need to be done to achieve it. Yeah. I like that. I guess, yeah, a couple of things for me, like one is, like you said, like a goal is not something you can necessarily achieve today or this week or ideally this month. For me, a goal would have a time frame of three to 12 months, yeah. right? Uh, you could look out as far as their goals being up to three years long, absolutely. Anything over three years, I would put them more into like the mission category, which we speak about uh, the path to freedom and obviously the episode we recorded on, you know, what is a mission? Uh, 
you know, to-dos, however, are things that can be ticked off on a daily or a, a weekly process. But I guess I'd love to talk about what stops people achieving goals, Miranda. I think first and foremost is I think that uh, they're either unclear, they're undefined, or uh, they're exaggerated. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is that to me, a good goal has a start point, it has an end point, and it has a way of measuring whether or not you're on course to achieve it or not. And on top of that, I think that, you know, if you're noticing in your business right now, in your trades business, contracting business, that you're not achieving your goals, uh, I would maybe start with one. Because there's something very powerful that happens in our psychology when we actually can achieve something we set out to achieve. It builds momentum, right? It builds a whole bunch of really positive brain chemicals, self-belief, confidence, worthiness, to then be able to expand on that. And if you're someone that notices you have all these different goals and every month, every quarter, every year, you just move the goalposts, never quite achieve them, what's actually happening is you're conditioning yourself that your goals are not important and to not achieve them. Mm. So what we want to do is we want to change that relationship that we have and we want to condition ourselves that what we set out to achieve, we achieve. And even if we pull it back a little bit, start off slower, what that does is create momentum. And that's how I've gotten to where I've gotten to, Miranda, whereas I achieved 95% of my goals. Because when I set them, I've now got a history of success, of completion, that every part of my psyche goes, this is just going to happen. Like it's already happened at some point in the future. I'm just, just haven't caught up to that date yet. Yeah. It, it's, I love what you said about exaggeration and as, as sometimes I think uh, people, I'm going to go as broad as people, not just business owners here, is that uh, we set ourselves up for failure in, 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 in weird and wonderful ways. Uh, by setting too many goals, you know, I've got I've got ten goals I'm all going for. So it's almost like we're setting ourselves up to not achieve anything. Not almost like it is. So starting with one, building um, building our neurology and, and those that feel good, the emotional experience we have that high when we achieve the goal, and also to as we're training um, training our ourselves, our habits, our our mind to achieve those goals and learning uh, to do that it's simpler to start with one and break it down you know when you go to the gym for the first time you don't crash any you never ever been to the gym for the first time and they give you your entire new workout plan um, and at first you're like god i don't even know what the names of all these exercises i've got all of these goals i do my biceps and my triceps and these things called you know um you know abs and oh, i've got these you know, my quads and my and you and you, and you kick and you've got to do everything um, and so you'll start with one and, and, and work on, all right, I'm going to work with this, this part of my body or a particular goal. So get, get good at nailing it from a simplicity, from, from starting with one and reverse engineering it and breaking it down, which we'll talk about a little bit more in a moment, um, to, to achieve that so that you get that feel good. And then your body, will, you'll, you'll, you'll want to do it again. And you'll also have uh, learned how to do it. And then you can scale that to more goals. There's two key things, Miranda, that I feel personally have led to the success of goal achievement for me. Mm. Um, And the first one is, and and this is a whole other subject that I don't want to get into today, but maybe we can talk about it, is authenticity and integrity. And I want to break it down just for a mini moment 
and what that looks like is if we're so much more willing to let others down, I let ourselves down than letting others down, right? Mm-hmm. In my past, there were so many times I'd say to someone that I was going to do something and I had no intention of following through, right? And I said it because I, did, I wanted to avoid the conflict or I wanted them to feel good. But inside, I'm like, I'm not going to do that. Or they won't know or whatever the case may be. And so what happened is I was living a life out of, out of integrity. And one day this random thing hit me where I'm like, you know what, if I'm not fulfilling on my word, if I'm saying to somebody I'm going to do something with the intention of not doing it or not doing it and not reinstalling the integrity with that person, how would I ever follow through on my goals? Because if I'm saying to myself, you know what, I'm going to earn 100 grand this year, a million, million dollars this year, $10 million this year, but I, every, in, in other areas of my life, I am not following through on my word when I said I'd be, be at school to pick the kids up on time, right? Or I'd help that person move their wardrobe on the weekend, right? And then something come up. I've conditioned myself to live an inauthentic life and to not follow through on my word that when I go and set something that's important to me, just because it's important to me doesn't mean I'll achieve it because I've conditioned myself, I've taught myself to not follow through on my word, right? Let, let that sit for a second. And the moment I started to, to say yes to things that I was committed to following through on and followed through on them and no to things that I wasn't going to follow through on, I started to build a better relationship with myself in integrity that when I set goals, there was a part of me that knew I was going to achieve them because I wanted to follow through on them. It's such an important thing um, that you've raised. And I always think the, the fastest path to low self-esteem is to not follow through on the commitments you make to yourself. You know, if others can't trust you, you can't trust yourself. It's a fast track to, you know, low esteem, low confidence, you know, low trust in self. Um, and, and that is not the mindset of success ever. No. So that's the first thing. That's more of an energetic, uh, psychological, I guess, the background for me behind successful goal achievement. And the second one is more structural because I believe everything in life, Miranda, always has those, those two parts, right? The psychological, the energetic, the spiritual, and the structural. The structural component or the, the realisation that I had is I was like, shit, setting goals is, and achieving goals is no different than building a system to complete a task in your business, right? We have a system in our business that allows us to effectively send an email, build a sales funnel, complete a quote, make a cup of coffee for a potential prospect in the showroom. Now, if the system is set up right, the outcome of that system or the goal of that system is achieved, right? And all that is is basically a simple set of instructions or steps reverse engineered to achieve the outcome. Now, if we we follow the steps and the outcome is that the the cup of coffee is terrible, right? Either A, the system, the how-to hasn't been followed accurately, or B, there's a part in that system missing or not accurate that's led to the outcome of a terrible cup of coffee, right? But the outcome is a successful result of the steps followed. So let's look at that in the form of a goal. I've set a goal that I want to save, let's say, 100 grand in my profit account for my trades business this year. I need to reverse engineer what that looks like to ensure that at the end of the year, I save 100 grand. Now, one very simple way of doing that is going, okay, there's 52 weeks in the year. If I just save $2,000 a week for the year, I should have $104,000 in my bank account by the end of the year. 
if I miss a year, I'm not going to get there. If I miss a week, I'm not going to get there, right? But then we need to break that down further is to go, okay, cool. Well, what are the steps that I must take? How many jobs must I quote? How many jobs must I sell? What's the profitability look like? Like I reverse engineer that to where I literally have a step-by-step guide that providing I follow that every single day, week, month, quarter, et cetera, et cetera, I end up at my outcome. But this is where a lot of business owners go wrong. They set this great ambitious goal, but they never spend the time to reverse engineer what I must do and when I must do it to ensure I stay on track to achieve that goal. Yeah. Fail to plan, you know. You know, if we if we fail to plan, we plan to fail. And so by not creating that plan to get us towards our goal, and a plan is a list of steps and actions that we do in increments consistently to get us towards the goal. It's not I'm gonna I'm gonna say 100 k and then I'm gonna think about it two months out. Um it, it it's it's start now and, and it is that plan to get there. So like anything, there's a structure to it and you're breaking it down. I love that weeks, months. Um, starting with the end in mind is so, so important with the goal and then the reverse engineering and the planning. So goals and planning go hand in hand like peas and carrot, just to quote Forrest Gump. (laughs) So I guess let's, let's chat about, um, just to kind of wrap this, this up, there's a few simple steps. Like what I'd recommend is if you've got a track record of not achieving your goals, let's start with one. And the question to ask yourself would be, if I was only to achieve one goal this year that would have the biggest impact on my business and life, what would that one goal be, right? Set one goal, understand where you're starting from, understand where you want to go in terms of the specifics of what the outcome looks like and a date, and then sit down and work out step-by-step, either reverse engineer it or start from today and work forward, whichever way your brain works, what's the steps that I must take to achieve that goal. And often a single goal will typically have three projects, three bigger chunks. And then those projects will have monthly, weekly, and daily to-dos. Set that out and make sure that every day and every week you're tracking those activities. And as you're tracking them, you can see that you're actually moving forwards to achieve that goal. If you get to the end of a week or a month and you realize you haven't stepped towards it, you've spent a whole bunch of time taking to-dos off, there's a strong possibility those to-dos or those projects aren't the right levers to pull to achieve the goal. Is there anything to kind of add or summarize to that, to Miranda? I kind of see, I guess, you know, define the goal, define the path to get there and spend regular time scheduled in your calendar, making sure you're achieving anything you think we've kind of missed? No, that's everything. You know, I, I had a funny visual pop into my mind as you were sharing that, and it was of an orange. So I'm going to run with it. Um, and it made it. So, yeah, we, an orange being the whole, being the goal, and the parts and the steps to get there would be the segments. So, you know, you, you need to, to, to have each of those segments um, done and ticked off to achieve that goal. So, um, this is you really got to look at what are all of the things required to hit that goal, break it apart, and, and pull out those segments and pieces and make sure that you have considered what needs to be there and, and you've and, and done that. And the last thing would be is, and I said it before, is consistency. Start now, not tomorrow, and do small things consistently. I had a client only a couple of weeks ago said to me, I had a goal of having. I don't know how however many you know dollars in my in my uh, profit account by the end of the quarter, and he goes, Miranda, I've got it in there, 
I looked at my account and it's in there. I don't even know how it got there. All I know is I just did this bit every day and I and and, and suddenly it's there. It's, it was it was the funniest conversation. Love this client to bits, but it's like I don't know how it got there. He did know how it got there. He did it consistently in consistent increments, reverse engineering it and planning it out and following the steps. So uh, anything's possible if you apply yourself. Love it, Miranda. There we go. We'll leave it there. What a great conversation. Cannot wait to tune in. So wherever you are, um, thank you for tuning in. Um, Barry and I love these conversations and very much love that you're tuning in and listening to them. Um, And so tune in. If you haven't listened to us before, go back. There's many episodes before this one and there's going to be uh, more to follow. So give us a like, share the episode, share it with uh, someone you know, uh, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, Miranda. Thanks, guys. See you. Bye-bye.